You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of Locked On Giants. I'm Ed Valentine, usually joined at this time by co-host Pat Trana. Pat, however, is busy today, so yours truly will be going solo with today's show. Thought we would start today with a few news and and notes items regarding the Giants. The biggest news of the day is that uh, Pat Shermer said on Tuesday that defensive end Olivier Vernon, who missed the season opening game against the Jacksonville Jaguars with an ankle injury, was going to practice on Wednesday. Looks like Vernon did so. That obviously is good news for the Giants uh, there's no guarantee at this point, obviously, that that Vernon will play Sunday night against the Dallas Cowboys, but he is the team's best pass rusher, so that obviously would be outstanding news for the Giants if he is available Sunday night, and today was a step in the right direction. Also, on the injury front, it looks like uh, linebacker Ty Davis, who missed last week with a hamstring injury, uh, and running back Wayne Gallman, who left that game on Sunday with a with an apparent knee injury, are also practicing on Wednesday. So the Giants at this point appear healthy heading into a key Week 2 game against NFC rival Dallas. I guess the other thing to mention quickly is uh, when it comes to, uh, to NFL awards, it looks like rookie Saquon Barkley coming off his 106-yard game, 68-yard touchdown run, uh, is in the running for a couple of awards. I believe he's in the running for the, uh, the FedEx Ground Award. He's also in the running for the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Week Award. Uh, whether you use Twitter or Instagram or you want to go to uh, the NFL website or wherever you want to go. There are ways to uh, to vote for Barkley. So whatever platform you use, uh, take a second, vote for Saquon uh, to win one of those awards. Uh, whether he wins or not, you know, pretty good start for uh, for the rookie uh, number two overall pick. Uh, just one more thing to mention quickly, Giants fans. You know, a lot of concern, obviously, about right tackle Eric Flowers. Uh, Patty and I, you know, did a lot of our show yesterday. Our Twitter Tuesday show was largely devoted to questions, you know, regarding the uh, the much maligned Eric Flowers, the the right tackle who everyone seems to uh, to love to hate and uh, whose play, you know, often gives you things to hate, you know, without. Uh, you know, without, uh, you know, beating around the bush at all. Um, you know, Flowers had an awful game on, on Sunday. We've been over that. Uh, a lot of people were hoping that on Tuesday, the day when NFL teams generally don't have practices and hold workouts, a lot of people were hoping that the Giants would bring in a number of offensive tackle candidates potential competition for Flowers. Uh, from everything we know at this point, it looks like the Giants did not have a workout on Tuesday. They did the previous week. I'm sure they'll have other workouts. I'm sure that they're in contact with people, uh, but it looks like right now they're going to go status quo on the offensive line. Uh, 
you know, we, we just have to hope when it comes to Flowers and the offensive line that struggled as a whole that, uh, you know, when they look at that Jacksonville defense, which might be the best overall group that they're going to face all year long, that they can improve from that and, and that the competition they face going forward, you know, simply isn't as good as that defense overall. So Giants fans, what we usually do or what we've been trying to do here lately at uh, at Locked On Giants is do crossover shows on Wednesday where we uh, we basically share the microphone, share the platform with a, a blogger or a, uh, or, or a podcaster from the opposing team this week. That obviously would mean talking to... Uh, to someone from Locked On Cowboys. We were unfortunately this week unable to make connections, you know, with, with anyone from, from Locked On Cowboys. We will try again to do that, you know, when the Giants and Cowboys square off again later in the season. What we were able to do is reach out to RJ Ochoa of SB Nation's Blogging the Boys. Um, RJ and I did a, a joint interview which will be used here at Lockdown Giants and will also appear on RJ's Blogging the Boys podcast at some point today or at some point this week. I'm not sure to be honest with you exactly when he's going to use it, but uh, here at Lockdown Giants, you will hear that next after we take a quick break uh, for a word from my bookie. Just a quick note before we take that break. Uh, the first voice that you will hear when we come back is actually RJ, our, our chat. Uh, the, the clip that you're going to hear sort of picks up in the middle of our conversation. So the first voice you'll hear is RJ. But first, right now, let's hear from our friends at MyBookie. Giants fans, let's talk about advice. Patty and I are always being asked for it. And the truth is, we can tell you a lot of things. But we can't tell you who is going to win or lose the games. If you think you know, you've got to check out MyBookie. MyBookie has been in business for years, has great online reviews, and offers an easy-to-use mobile site. You win, MyBookie pays. It's that simple. MyBookie has in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks, And for you fantasy football players out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to enter the promo code LOCKEDON. That's LOCKEDON to activate this special offer for our listeners. With my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Uh, it's really interesting. The Dallas Cowboys and New York Giants scoring off this Sunday night on NBC. Not not the season opener. Uh, you know they they delayed it a week, so it's not the the typical you know sort of thing we're used to. It's it's a week off, so everything's a little different. Yeah, it is. You know, it's uh, Sunday nights always. Uh... You know, it's going to be a late night for us. I know that, you know, but uh, National Spotlight, Cowboys, Giants, at least, uh, hey, at least this year we didn't open the season against each other. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but we both opened with losses, which is kind of terrible if you really think about it. And, and both lost to uh, to former expansion teams. Um, so we're both kind of feeling low, you know, but it, I think we both feel like this could be the week that we turn it around. And of course, nobody wants to fall to 0-2. Obviously, the 93 Cowboys uh, came back from that 0-2 start and obviously the 7 Giants as well. So these are two teams who, and I, I guarantee you that's set on the broadcast. Oh, both these teams know what it's like to come back from 0-2, you know what I mean? Oh, sure. But you and I both know the numbers. I mean, I actually ran them, uh, you know, last night, you know, looking at a, a post that I did at Big Blue View. Um, and I think it's 91 teams since 2007, and only 10 of those have made the playoffs if they start 0-2. So we both know the significance of, of Sunday night. Well, it's definitely big. And I'm not saying that obviously the loss would be worse one way or the other, but I mean, at least the Giants' one loss is, is to an AFC team. You know, I mean, if you're going to lose, that's the type of loss you want. Whereas the Cowboys, if they're 0 2, they're 0 1 in the division, and they've also got a loss to a potential wildcard team in the Panthers. So I do feel like there's just a larger sense of pressure. Um, this is our first look at Saquon Barkley and Zeke Elliott uh, on the same field against one another. Obviously, uh, former Big Ten running backs. Obviously, Saquon drafted in this stadium, which is something else I'm sure will be said. What do you think we'll see from Saquon? I think a lot of BTBers are curious about that. Obviously, he had the big run in week one against the Jaguars. But other than that, was I don't want to say unimpressive, but just didn't light the world on fire. Well, here's here's what I think. And I actually wrote this on Big Blue View on, on Monday as well. What you saw from Barkley is largely, I think, what you're going to get. A lot of ho-hum, a lot of ho-hum, you know, something that looks pedestrian, you know, and then all of a sudden, bang, you know, something big, Mm -hmm. something spectacular. I think that's a lot of what you're going to get. That was his history at Penn State, and, and I think that's what he is. He's a spectacular you know, big play guy. You're going to see a lot of runs that that are one yard, a lot of runs that go nowhere. You might see a lot of times at the line of scrimmage. I heard guys on the on the Giants radio broadcast on on Sunday go, "He's really got to turn his shoulders upfield and take a yard when it's there instead of lose a yard." But when you give him an inch and you give him a chance to to make a guy miss with some space, whether it's as a runner or a passer. He's going to do some absolutely spectacular things. I think that that's very fair, and I think the same might be true for Zeke. Obviously, the Cowboys offense got off to a, a lethargic start in the first uh, first game of the season. I don't know how aware you are of this, but kind of continuing their lethargic end to last season, the Cowboys have scored in the single digits in five of their last nine games, um, which I guess kind of leads me to this question. What are you most excited about? I know that sounds really weird, but w- what part of the Cowboys, as a Giants fan, are you just kind of licking your chops on? You know, just saying, oh, thank God we got the Cowboys this week because of blank. Oh, I don't really know that I've actually thought about it in those terms, RJ. I mean, when I when I look at it, though, I look at the Cowboys and I look at, at Dak Prescott and I, I just look at, at their offense and I think, he has nobody to throw the football to. I'm sorry. He just it just looks, you know, from the outside, you know, from a guy that doesn't study Dallas every day, you know, like this is a team because they don't really, you know, Jason Witten retired. They don't have Dez anymore. It just looks like a team where you can load up the box, 
really get after Zeke Elliott and really try to force Dak Prescott to win games when he doesn't have a lot of weapons outside that can win one-on-one? I am... Unfortunately, I think that that's probably fairly accurate. And I mean, you mentioned holding up the box, obviously, against Zeke. Um, last week against the Panthers, the Cowboys faced a, a quote-unquote loaded box 53.3% of the time. The the NFL average was 38.7% of the time last season. So, I mean, I feel like that just goes to show you kind of your point on, on you know, the Panthers at least weren't scared. The Panthers are saying, yeah, we're going to load the box way more because we know the Cowboys can't beat us outside, and unfortunately the Cowboys didn't. Yeah, you know, I think that's going to be something that the uh, that the the Cowboys are going to have to face. I mean, let me, you know, let me turn that around on you. When when you look at uh, you know when you look at the Giants, um, you know, what are you kind of you know licking your chops at? You know, as far as as far as matchups or, or you know when you look at that team. Well. I mean, I think the easy place to go, and, and I say this as respectfully as I can, is Eli. Uh, because you, you just don't know what Eli you're going to get. Now, obviously, I feel like a lot of Cowboys fans have gone to bed quite angry because of Eli Manning. Obviously, you know, I mentioned that 07 team. Uh, certainly, uh, Eli is responsible for one of the worst days of our lives, uh, circa early 2008. Um, but Eli is is kind of the the point of contention, and I know that the Giants' offensive line is obviously revamped, and Will Hernandez was a, a draft target of many Cowboys fans, but I mean, the Cowboys have sort of a bevy of pass rushers. Demarcus Lawrence looked like he returned to form in the season opener, and so I think that you're licking your chops if you're a Cowboys fan saying, okay, we've got this impressive defensive line. We really kind of trust our defense as a whole. Eli is a little bit prone to this. He's a little bit prone to that, so I think that Eli could be kind of the, the swing point if you're a Cowboys fan. Does that Makes sense. It, it makes sense. Here's what I will say about Eli Manning. I, I disagree with the contention when it comes to Eli that that you don't know what you're going to get. You've now had 14 years and the beginning of a 15th season. I think you know exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get a guy who isn't real mobile in the pocket, who uses play action really really well you're going to get a guy who will take some risks with the football you who may not be a guy who's going to hit everybody exactly in between the numbers you know on every short slant pass or, or whatever but when I look at it you're going to get a guy who given the time if the offensive line protects him you know given the time I think he's a guy that I've always said can win football games given the time and given wide receivers who actually catch the football. I mean, the Giants led the NFL in dropped passes a year ago, and they led the NFL in dropped passes by a humongous margin. They had a couple of, of critical drops again on Sunday. You know, I, I, I guess I can also say this about Eli. There was some gnashing of teeth about his play on Sunday. Uh, I think he went 23 of 37. Um, I looked at that game, and, and I absolutely don't understand the the Eli-bashing crowd that wants to blame that loss on him. Out of what I saw, 37 throws, I saw one that he missed. Granted, that one that he missed was a throw in the end zone. But I think it's really, really difficult 
to blame a loss on a guy when in reality he missed one throw out of 37 attempts. I think that's fair. You know, I certainly think that's fair. And obviously you have to consider that the Giants were facing the Jaguars last week, and that's a formidable defense. And I think the same can be said of the Cowboys and the Panthers. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think this game's going to be great. You know, I think this game's going to be really interesting. If you had to kind of sort of pinpoint, you know, if the Giants are able to successfully blank, that's that's kind of that that's what sets this as a win for the Giants. You know what I mean? Like, what's what's the one thing that you feel like has to be accomplished in order for the uh, excuse me, not the Cowboys? I mean, the Cowboys obviously, but uh, for the Giants to get the W on Sunday. Well, I'll give you I'll give you uh, one on offense and one on defense, RJ. And the one on offense we already touched on. You know, Dallas does have an impressive front seven. The Giants have a revamped offensive line, which I don't know how much credit you want to give to Jacksonville and how much blame you want to give to the Giants, you know, on Sunday. But that offensive line really struggled against against the Jaguars. So for me, it comes down to giving Eli Manning some time and actually also on first and second down, you know, doing enough in the run game so that they're in second and six instead of second and 11 all the time. And on defense, it comes down to the way I look at it, loading that box, controlling Zeke Elliott, and making Dak Prescott try to win the game. I don't think that that's a, a, a wrong way to go about it. I mean, I think we have yet to see Dak win a game on his own in some time. Um, you know, the last time this Cowboys offense really looked like themselves was the you know middle of last season against the Kansas City Chiefs uh, after that big Tyreek Hill Hail Mary. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if uh, if Dak's able to do it, I think the Cowboys are able to win on Sunday. I certainly think it is a little bit of tough sledding. Yeah, let me ask you this. Let me flip that question around on you, RJ. What are the, the, the one or two things you're looking at that you think Dallas absolutely has to do to win the game? Well, I think obviously, um, you know, as a defense, they have to control Eli Manning and, and they have to control Saquon Barkley because while, you know, and, and you were right that you know what you're going to get from Eli Manning. What I really meant was in terms of not knowing was, you know, are you going to get the Eli Manning that torches the Cowboys? I mean, because it's been a little while since we've seen that. Um, or are you going to get this Eli that that is a little, uh, a little, as you said, a little bit more stagnant, a little bit more just kind of stuck in the pocket? And so I think it's limiting that. When the Cowboys have lost to the Giants, it's been because Eli Manning destroyed them. And it's been, you know, because they couldn't get anything done against the Giants' top defense or whatever. So I think if you're a Cowboys fan, you want to obviously limit Eli Manning. You want to stop Saquon Barkley. And I know the Giants' defense isn't uh, – uh, at least right at this moment on par with their 2016 team, that's still a really good you know front seven. And, and obviously Snacks Harrison is, is a great guy and somebody who's given the Cowboys fits. And so I think that if you're the Cowboys, you've got to beat all those guys. And that's a lot of players, um, but that's why it's a tough game. Let me ask you this, RJ. I will say, you know, the Giants have a new head coach, new general manager. There are 30 new players who weren't with the Giants last year on this 53-man roster. This is a team that, that despite losing on Sunday to Jacksonville, this is a team that, that feels good about the path that it's on. It feels good about itself. It feels much better you know, than, than, 
than they did about last year when they went three and thirteen. They don't think that's going to happen again. So it's like I said, it's a team that feels good about themselves with where the Cowboys are right now. What's the feeling that you get about how Dallas feels about itself? I think they're confident, and you know maybe they're a little overconfident. I've said for a few seasons now the Cowboys seem you know as a front office a little arrogant and i and people when i say that people get upset but you can be arrogant and, and that be a good thing you know if you're arrogant and you can justify your arrogance well hey you know if, if you've got zeke elliott and you've got this powerful offensive line you say we're going to run the ball we're going to run 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 and you do it well hey you had every right to uh to feel arrogant but Arrogance can also lead to foolishness and arrogance can lead to overconfidence. And so right now, I think the Cowboys think that they've got a lot going on that's uh, working in the right direction. And it doesn't seem like it is, at least uh, after one week of the season. So right now, I think the Cowboys think they have a plan. It's just a matter of whether or not that plan is going to be successful. RJ, hey, I really appreciate your doing this. This was a lot of fun. I think that uh, you and I should do this again, you know, later on in the season. But right now, I think uh, you know we should probably uh, we should probably wrap this up. Hey Ed, it was a lot of fun, and uh, and I agree. We'll certainly circle back when the Cowboys get ready to visit New York. Um, I hope you guys lose every game of the season. If I'm being <laughs> honest with myself, and um, but I but I hope uh, I hope you enjoy it. You know, I hope that you find personal joy and, and personal pride and happiness uh, along that ride. Oh my goodness! Oh, I, I I don't even know where to go with that one, RJ. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Thank you much. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one, Ed. All right, bye bye. All right. Our thanks to RJ Ochoa of Blogging the Boys for uh, for stepping up and helping us out today. Appreciate you for that, RJ. Uh, you know, uh, Giants fans. I guess I guess we proved that. Uh, Giants fans and, and Cowboys fans can actually get along, at least in uh, in uh, small doses. I mean, you know, look at it this way: uh, n- none of us like the Eagles, so uh, so we've got that in common. So once again, uh, thanks to RJ for uh, for stepping up and helping us out. Uh, Giants fans, with with that said, we will call it a show. Please remember to check out Big Blue View. Uh, you know, on our website, on Twitter at Big Blue View, at our brand new Instagram page at underscore Big Blue View, at our Facebook page. Check out all of our coverage of, of the uh, of the Cowboys up, of the upcoming Cowboys game this week. Check out uh, Patty's work at, at Inside Football, at Forbes, at the Athletic, at the Football Maven. Uh, at Big Blue View as well. Uh, the best thing to do when it comes to Patty is to check her her Twitter account at Patricia underscore Trina to find out what she's posting and where to read it. With that said, Giants fans, we thank you for listening. We hope you'll stay safe, and we talk to you again soon. Bye-bye now. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.